What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to the best podcast of Sundays. At least, Sundays. Like, I know you guys... You guys might listen to other podcasts, okay? I'm not naive to that, but at least give me, this is the best Sunday podcast ever, okay? Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And today the B is for Barry Dumb. <laughs> Barry meaning B-E-R-R-Y. Um, and I, I'm honestly, my heart is kind of racing recording this podcast because I just want to make sure I do it with due diligence and truly share my story very vulnerably while still encouraging those who might need to seek help to seek help, but maybe not in the way I did. Anyways, what you're about to hear is about my $15,000 mistake. And by $15,000, I mean paid that day. One day I spent $15,000 and it was a mistake. Um, Before we get into it, I number one want to disclaim that if you're someone that's going to listen to this episode and talk about it or share it with someone, I really, really would love for you to listen to the whole thing. Okay, please do not pick pieces because there is truly a lesson in all of this while also just fucking listen, okay? That's that's all I'm asking is don't fucking take the title of this. Don't take an excerpt and try to make it into something it's not. I just, I ask you to listen to the whole thing. Um, thank you guys for listening to last week. Um, me and Daddy Wyatt were on and uh, obviously announced that we were expecting our second baby and we're so excited. Um, it has been a pretty good week for me. Um, I haven't felt too bad, but it's just in the mornings, you know, the first hour, hour and a half of the mornings, I set my alarm for 6am today to record this podcast. And by the time 6am rolled around, I was like, I cannot do this. And I set it for six. So hopefully I could have gotten it done before Maddox woke up. Um, he ended up waking up at like 630 anyway. So I'm glad I didn't wake up. However, um, the mornings are really where I seem to struggle and I just seem to be like really um, dizzy. I don't throw up, which is awesome, but I'm just really dizzy and like, I get really hot and I get nauseous. Um, so sometimes I almost wish I would just throw up, you know, you you know how you feel better when you throw up. Yeah. It's almost like more annoying when you don't. So that's kind of my week. Um, Wyatt is coming in this weekend to visit. He was out in California this week for work. So he's coming to visit this weekend. Um, we have some fun stuff planned and the dogs are coming, um, <laughs> which just cracks me up um, because I've just, every time I go live, every time I post a story, at least, if not once a day, five, six times a week, I get asked where my dogs are. And it's not by people who are listening to my stuff, at least here, I, it's not by people that I regularly communicate with on social media, right? It's not people that are already messaging me. It's not people that I really see who comment on my stuff all the time, et cetera. Like it's people I might not communicate with a lot. So it just comes off very nosy of like, are like, maybe they're curious if I rehomed them. Cause I feel like everyone's always looking for something to cancel someone else. Right. It's like, oh, I, I hope she rehomed them so that I can take this to Reddit and run with it. Um, but I didn't. If there's anyone I rehomed, it was my husband. But he's taking care of the dogs, which I I think I've actually told you guys here on the podcast multiple times. Um, Wyatt, and this is like not to play the mommy card, but Wyatt gets to do whatever he wants right now because he's not with me. And therefore Maddox is not with him. Therefore he is living a bachelor life while being married, right? He can go work out if he wants. He, he works from home a lot. So if he wants to leave, he can, if he wants to go do this, he can, he doesn't have to rush home to me at night to help or there's, there's nothing. So he took on the responsibility to help take care of the dogs. Um, he also is living with his mom right now since our house sold. So she's been helping a lot. Um, and, and they're just, they're living their best life. Um, so it's just funny, um, when people are so, they're so pressed about my dogs when 
my dogs also like Reggie and Jax were never really a part of like my brand. They're not my aesthetic. Like here, 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 here's an example. When you think of Whitney Simmons, you think of her dogs, right? They are a part of her brand. You know her dogs from her YouTube videos, from her stories sometimes. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Like you, they are a part of her brand. My dogs aren't. Like, you, you know what I mean? They're, they're just kind of like, they were in the background. Um, so <laughs> if you think about me with them, it's like I've barely shown them since I've even birthed Maddox. So anyways, I just think it's funny. Um, and I just get it so often. It just cracks me up. So if you're wondering where my dogs are, there's a little bit of an explanation too. Maybe I can just send people to the podcast. Um, and if you haven't already listened to my postpartum episode, I did a one year update and <laughs> I talked about how I fucking hated my dogs. And I laugh at that cause it's very much a joke. So if you want to listen to that, you'll kind of also understand just the postpartum aspect of being a dog owner while being a new newborn owner. Very interesting dynamic. So anyways, I'm drinking some water today. I tried to eat some lunch, but I had, I had a quite a little bit of it. Don't get me wrong. But then I just got turned off and I'm like, um, I'm going to relax. So, um, I have my water right now. I'm saving my workout today. I have legs. My dad set up my squat rack in the basement. Looks pretty good. I have another piece of equipment coming this week or next. Very excited. Um, it's coming together. So I'm saving my quenchers water, my fucking Meyer brand sparkling water, my shit for my workout. So right now I just have plain water, but I'm going to need it for this topic. So <sighs> I'm so nervous to talk about this. Let's just get into it. Okay, so I, th- I think I'm so nervous to talk about this because this was the one thing I would truly say that I failed at. I failed at this. I tried to do it and I failed at it. And I, and I shouldn't say fail as in I did not provide. It was I realized I hated what I was doing and I quit. Like I gave up. I wasn't, it wasn't me. So let me take you back to story time first. Okay. Started my Instagram. <laughs> I'm literally breathing heavy because I'm just a little nervous to talk about this. So just bear with me. Back in 2018, I had a very transformative year. Um, I started the year in prep. I grew an enormous following. I was very cocky. Not on purpose, but competing is such a selfish sport. Like it's very much look at me, look at my body. And that's exactly what I did. So I really fell into the role that I was playing. And I think that it came across as, as much as I still loved you guys. I loved my community. I don't think that my appreciation for you guys really came across what it was back in 2018. I was, I would have been 22, 23. I would have been turning 23. And so I, I prepped, I, I was showing off, you know, all this shit. I ended up going pro. So again, I thought I was the shit and I really thought that I was going to keep competing and that's, that's who I was going to be. I was going to be a future Miss Olympia. I was going to be that person in the industry, the bodybuilding industry, specific bodybuilding industry that was going to just be the shit. 2018, I go pro two weeks later. I literally get my titties done. Never regret that. And then Two weeks after that, we moved to Florida, Wyatt and I. At this point, we were still just dating. We weren't engaged or anything. We moved to Florida and we moved to a very isolated part called Fort Myers, which if you guys have been there, it's probably to visit your 80-year-old grandparents. It is a retirement. It's literally retirement USA for the USA. Um, It is very isolating. There's not a lot of people of young age. And if there is, it's just very hard to meet up with each other because Fort Myers is it's small, but it's very spread out. So we, oops, sorry. We very much had an issue finding friends. So during this time in 2018, I started to really put my head down to my business and figure out like what I wanted to do. This is the year that I brought on Emily, um, to be a part of my business and I'll get there. So 2018 rolls around the end of it. And 
I, let me think, I think timeline, and I might not be 100%. It's not like I went back and looked at posts to like dig up the actual archives. Um, Timeline would have had to been, if I brought on Emily around November, I believe, maybe September, October, I think it would have been after I was engaged, actually. I'm thinking of some photos I took. So it would have been after my engagement. So in October, November, I was, we had now been alone for about three months and my Instagram started to take a hit. My engagement was a little bit lower. I wasn't gaining followers like I was and had gotten used to doing. And I chalked it up to me being boring now. I wasn't going to compete again. I was in a weird spot. My body, I was gaining weight again, very much needed, but I was just in a mental mind fuck on top of being by myself with no one around to support me. Wyatt was gone all day, every day at work. And I was just by myself with my dogs. (laughs) And so during this time, I'd been obviously emulating maybe emulate is not the word, idolizing, loving, inspired by, that's a better word, not idolizing, very inspired by a few different people in the industry. One of them being Amanda Bucci. She was one of the first people that I followed in my fitness journey when I started really like documenting it. That would be back in 2016. So I followed her when like her and Marie and Emily and... Fuck, who else was a part of their circle? Um, Randy. Oh, there was one more girl. No, is it Noel? No, Noel. I fuck. I don't even remember. I don't. I don't really keep up with a lot of them anymore. But they were like the the original fitness vlog squad, and you wanted to be what they were. Like you didn't maybe necessarily want to be in LA like they were, but you wanted to be doing what they were doing with your own circle. You know, it was like so fucking cool. And they were tracking their macros and they were being fit and they, you know, whatever. So anyway, Amanda Bucci was one of the people I really just tied on to because she was very driven. Um, she always was pushing out good content. She was a killer on YouTube. Um, she then created her own podcast. Like it was just always inspiring to me how she always leveled up. Um, and continued to be this like fitness icon. 2018 comes around and this is kind of a backstory on her, but she, she kind of transitions maybe 2017, 2018 into more of a, uh, like a business page, giving people advice on how to grow clientele, how to be a better coach, how, um, I don't really know how it started, but I remember seeing the shift in her content. And at first I was like, whoa, where's the one carb waffle sis? I'm not, I'm not care. I'm not here to care about, care about making a dollar, you know, where, where's my waffle recipe. And however, I, when people go through evolutions, me personally, I've gone through quite a few. We all have, I support that. If you're not growing, if you're not changing, you're not growing. So I stuck around cause I was, I was intrigued during this point. I wanted to continue to grow my business and I, do I wanted to, to, to do something bigger? I didn't have an app at this time. I, I launched maybe one, two guides, nothing insane. And so I was like, hmm, instead of turning an eye, I'm, I'm going to lean in because this is very interesting to me. I, I want to get better at being my best self for like my, for my clients. Sorry. So I kept following, kept following, kept following. And again, this is like 2018. I, I noticed she starts to do these things called mastermind classes. And she was in someone's called Lewis Howe. And Lewis Howe was always very inspiring to me too. Again, just an entrepreneur, very well with words, very well connected, um, been in a lot of big articles, a lot of news stations, et cetera, like whatever. So I kind of just like followed the circle and I, I was kind of watching from, from a distance. So during this time in 2018, it was like this big boom of business coaching And so I felt like in order for me to be good at what I do, I needed to have a coach, not a fitness coach, not a physique coach. I needed someone to show me the way, the truth and the light. As I was more isolated and alone in Florida, the more my Instagram started to take a hit, here's where it all kind of comes into one. I was definitely one of those people she was trying to target in her Instagram posts 
which, which is fine. It's called marketing. And every time she continued to post, you know, come the month of like October, September, October, leading into November, I remember being like, man, if there's someone that could help me, it would be her. She came from fitness. She has an Intel. She grew her following. She does YouTube. She's, you know, whatever. I don't think at this time she did a podcast, but regardless, she was doing all this stuff that I wanted to do in my own way. She was always posting these screenshots of people making money. And that wasn't necessarily the calling for me. I knew I wanted to continue to make this full time, but it was more of like, how can I just market myself better? How can I be better? How can I provide better content or, you know, whatever I kind of thought I needed to do? How can I do that? So come November, I think she posted a a thing of how to sign up. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So I sign up and I remember, again, I don't remember the details, but I filled out a questionnaire on like Google Docs or Google Form and it, you know, asked me my name, what, what my issues were, what I want to get better at, blah, 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 blah. And at the end, I remember it asks about financial commitment. What are you willing to do? Like, hell yeah, no, maybe I need to hear more, you know, something like that, right? And I remember being like, uh, maybe I, I needed to hear more, but whatever. So fast forward she gets on a call with me personally and we've exchanged DMs at this time. So talking to her, I want to say in my own little way, I fangirled, right? Cause it was like, holy shit, Amanda Bucci is literally calling my phone right now. So she calls me, we have this discovery call, right? And what happens on discovery calls? If y'all have ever been on them, they sell the fuck out of you. Okay. They, they make you answer all these questions about what's going great, but what could go greater? What can you do better at? What could I help you with, right? They make you speak out loud what, why you need to spend this money. And so during this time, I'm on this call and, you know, again, you're, you're starstruck that you're talking to this person um, that you, you've loved, right? So after, at the end of the call, she, I remember, and again, this is so long ago. I don't remember verbatim. I'm not going to quote on stuff, but somehow, obviously the amount of money for this course came up. It was either six to nine months. I do not remember. So again, do not quote me. I, I, I'm not here to like spread false information, but I do remember she asked if I wanted to pay in like increments um, for X amount of money, or I could pay up front in like save money, like save like two grand or right. Like I'm, I'm making an example, right? Pay now and you'll get 20% off or pay in increments and you pay this much, you know, something like that. So at the end of the call, I remember I was on the way to the movies and I was with Wyatt and I was like, Oh my God, this is like, this is the move I need. And just remind you, like I, so honestly, I was not in a good fucking place at all mentally. I, I was very much really fucked up at this time. Um, and I'll get into that more in a second. So she asked me for a commitment of financials and it it was $15,000. Now, if it wasn't 15 and for some reason, again, I don't have recollection, so I cannot, I want to really confidently say it was 15, but if for some reason it was, it was not, I know it was between 10 and 15. I know it was not less than five figures. So I spent immediately... I think I like literally immediately sent her my card. Like there was no fucking question. And during this time, again, I want to really reiterate this. This was my choice. However, for people who are in vulnerable states, this is where like other things can really kind of, uh, what's the word? Like fade your eyes, like smoke and mirrors. I don't know what the, what the, what the, the expression would be you're very foggy, right? You're like, I I'll do anything to, to help myself. And so I gave the card number and I was going to be in this group. And I was really, I was pretty excited because I knew I, I had a lot to teach and I could do so many things. Um, and I knew that I wanted to help people, you know, whatever. So it was all with the intention of learning how to help better. So fast forward, I get on and I get a a big old welcome packet. I mean, there's a bunch of shit. I'm not going to lie. Very much a detailed program that was created. 
There is no lie about that. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, she gave me a Word document. Definitely not. It was a very extensive course, outline, information, um, everything. And literally to this day, it is fucking 2021. I still get fucking emails from at Amanda Bucci, some bullshit saying I have stuff not finished or like check in on your course, something like that. So it's definitely like, I'm assuming you get to keep what you do. However, I did not do anything. I signed up. We had a big zoom call. This is where we meet everyone. And Amanda and I even had, I think we had maybe two private calls. So like you get X amount of calls each month, whatever. So it was a very personalized approach. But again, this was back a few years ago where I don't know if it was bigger, if it was smaller, you know, whatever. However, I will say I did get a very personalized approach. I got into the Zoom call. She brings on guests sometimes. Again, I only got two. So one was like just all of us. The second one had like a guy that was good with like maybe email marketing. And by the second one, that's when I knew I was time to, it was time to leave. Uh, we were in a Slack group, which is kind of like a big old like communication group. Everyone was just so money focused. And a lot of the people that I saw were people that were unqualified, had like had no background of information. Half of them sold MLMs or they sold their own like fat loss programs. And the way that they were promoting these were like lose 40 pounds. This is an example, like lose 40 pounds in four weeks. Like it was the most unethical shit I've ever fucking seen in a group of people. And at the beginning, we all had to follow each other. And I was excited. I was excited to be a part of a community of people who knew what it was like to be an entrepreneur until it just got way too unethical for me. People were talking about money that they were making. These people had like less than 5,000 followers, which again, no, no fucking big deal. I'm just making a point. Less than like 5,000 followers, less than 10,000 followers, something like that. Very small pages that were charging people 3,000, $4,000, $5,000 for fucking coaching where they were not even suitable to be coaches. And it was just a huge turnoff for me to know that like, if you're going to do business coaching, at least teach people who are qualified to then run a business of the sort that they're trying to, right? I'm not saying you have to be like me and have a four-year degree and experience and yada, yada, but at least be certified, at least have a fucking CPT, at least like something like, so that to me was like a red flag of like, why are these people in here charging that much? And then like they were being encouraged by the leaders to charge that much or like, oh, you should charge more. You should. And it was just like, why is this all money focused? Like, (laughs) why aren't we worried about the, the quality, like the stuff, you know? And, and I, again, this was like literally within three weeks, dude, I was literally, I was out. I removed myself from the group. I stopped replying. I didn't do anything. The one thing I will say that I got, and, and I will also say real quick, everything that was being taught at that point, I was already doing. Like, I already had a fucking email list. I was already killing it on social media, quote. I, like, I already was doing everything that I was being taught. And I'm like, bro, this was, like, the reason I joined was to learn something new. Like, I'm not... I'm not being enhanced. And if that wasn't the program I should have been in that I, then I should have been swayed into something else. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I was almost pinpointed to join a program where it was like, Hey, you're definitely overqualified for this, but like, you seem like you're a warm lead. So like, I want you to pay. And that's just how I felt sometimes. So I stopped replying, stopped doing everything. Like I literally was like, this is so fucking terrible. I remember crying to Wyatt and it, it was so bad. Now, during this time, I had a few calls a little bit prior with, with Amanda herself. She was always very, very encouraging. She had great insight all the time. Very nice. Always gave me the time of day. It, like it was, she was a very great person to talk to. When, I, when we had our one-on-one exchanges, it was a great experience. Um, she was actually the one I told her I wanted to bring on a coach And she kind of gave me insight on like how to approach Emily. And 
how to like, you, you know, kind of encourage me, like, just do it, just ask, you know? So I, I wasn't, I was pushed by her to just commit and do it. And like, I'm thankful for that. There were, there was definitely some tidbits of information from this buffet of bullshit that I was able to take and really apply and be encouraged to do. And then it kind of turned into the point where she was helping me then become a business coach. And again, she hyped me up and encouraged me how I could do, you know, how can I make more money? You know, try business coaching. And I was like, well, I've, I've always loved to because so many people always asked me, how did you build a following? How did you get yourself to an influencer? How did you make your content? How do you make your graphics? How do you, all these questions, how do you, how do you, how do you? So I was like, well, I could create a program where I can work with people more individually and help them kind of lift into that new sector of their own business and have, again, more tidbits of information, more stuff. So I did a project called Passion Paycheck, which also was the cutest name ever. Passion Paycheck. Like you're doing your passion, you're making paycheck. That was so groovy. So I had probably maybe 12 to 15 people in it. And I think, I want to say, I wish I knew how much it was. I really do. I wish I could tell you guys. Uh, Let me see if I can, I don't know if I would even have it on my Gmail. I'm going to look it up. I want to be honest with you guys. Let's see. Um, Okay, here we go. It was $800 for eight weeks. $800 for eight weeks. Uh, we did group calls. Um, here we go. Let's see what I did. Okay, here, literally here's an email of what I did. Um, $800 program for eight weeks. Optional payment of two payments for $400, um, which I can understand can help. So notice number one, how I did not, up charge. This is $900 or you can do two payments of 600, right? Like I, like I kept it the same. Um, I scheduled one-on-ones if they want, if you're down, you can sign up, get in the private group. Um, if not, I value the time, but if you want to call, like, let me know. Here's what I offered. And I, again, I want to say this. I want you guys to know Like I put a lot of fucking work into this. We did private group calls. We did Zoom calls. I walked through every lesson. It like, it was intense. I I really thought I was gonna love what I did. Week one, mission, who you are, good attitude. What is your current knowledge? What do you wanna create? How to revamp social media is identifying your consumer niche. Week two, how to set up a website, Facebook page, marketing infographics, photo editing, creating a logo, calling out your consumers and content, respecting your audience, engaging with them, defining your beliefs and values. Week three, how to LLC, where to find an accountant, taxes info, business accounting, creating a business email, email signature, how to set up payments through website, et cetera, how to save your money, how to invest it. Week four, Instagram account, YouTube help, Pinterest idea, using Twitter, Facebook, how to create a caption around a topic, finding confidence in speaking on IG, utilizing stories, making content for IG and other platforms, hashtags, editing for videos, etc. Week five, advertising information, how to create a small email list subscription, sending out emails, lead generations, link and bio, creating Google drives and more, utilizing free things, launch ideas. Week six, sales, how to set up calls if you want. If you want calls, how to decide, tapping into emotions, but being genuine, never manipulative, helping add value, pricing of products, how to do it correctly and not overprice. That's literally my word. Community creation, oh, sorry, week seven. Community creation, how to make a Facebook group, adding people into them, group giveaways, incentive, why they should join, share ideas, make it exclusive, et cetera. Week eight. How to find peace as an entrepreneur, time management skills, mindset, meditation, books to read, additional resources to people learning to grow their business on top of a community group, weekly calls, etc. If you ask me, that sounds pretty fucking straight up. And the reason I made it this way was because, again, I saw how many people were fucking over people in these fucking business coaching bullshit. $800, that is, that is one fucking week of someone's business coaching nowadays. This was an eight week program I put together on a website that was literally course-based. It had homework and everything. 
Like I put, this took me like two months to fucking create. It was treacherous. Like I said, I brought in 10, uh, 12, maybe 15 max people. And I did it. I did it. And, and I showed up and I did it and I finished it. After that, I didn't do anything. And, and now I'll tell you, during this time is when I stopped communicating with Amanda's mastermind. So back up, tells me to business coach. I start creating this product. And when we got on our individual call, she would always give me ideas. Again, I, I cannot reiterate enough at this point in time, 2018. She was very, very helpful. When I, when I told her, I don't remember how I told her what I told her. I remember saying, I'm not comfortable in this group anymore. I, I'm, I'm out. I don't want, I do not want this. I never, ever, ever got the chance of, do you want a refund for what you've not done? Hey, Des, you have, you know, eight months left still, seven months left, whatever it might've been. I can offer you a refund or I can offer you 50% off. I cannot, nothing. I was never given an option of getting any money back of the 10 to $15,000 that I gave her up front. She reached out to me quite a few times. I do remember maybe an email or two, you know, hey, just, just wanted to check in. I'm not seeing you. Maybe something like that. You know, hey, just didn't see you in the group tonight. You know, maybe something on that line. So it's not like she just kind of ghosted me, right? It's not like she was like, oh, fuck her. She did reach out. And, and uh, again, good for you, right? But at the end of the day, like too, when you have a customer who's had such a horrid experience or came into it and, and wanted to leave, you the customer is always right. The customer is always right. And I felt like in that situation, I was just kind of hung to dry. And that was it. I stopped communicating with the group. I was so embarrassed. Um, people were on Reddit and on um, these Instagram pages posting my pictures, posting pictures of me saying how much of a sleaze I was, how I was um, money hungry, how I was fake. Um, I, I was a piece of shit. And I remember a girl too. Um, I think her, I think it's Mick. I don't know. I don't want to name drop completely, but she still tries to message me to this day, acting like I never saw her comment. And she was a previous ambassador of mine. And I remember to this day, she commented on something and was like, she's, I can't believe that she would do this. She's changed so much. I, I cannot even stand her anymore. She's so annoying. Something along those lines. And I remember crying in my bedroom, wondering what I was doing and literally wanting to unlive myself. Why it would be gone during the day. And I would think about how I could do that to myself and do it while he was still at work. And people were on Reddit ripping me apart, calling me a scam artist. And one of the final times I did that second group call, Amanda screenshotted it, did a boomerang, and tagged me in it on Instagram. And that's when everything else fell apart. I knew it was going to be my last call too, which I think is what bothered me the most is like, I knew in that call was like, I'm never coming back. But she shared that one coincidentally. And I got a mass amount of DMs of how much of a sleaze I was and how fucking terrible I am. And I'm just another scammer and I'm a piece of shit and they can't believe why it would even want to marry me. I'll never make it X, Y, and Z. And I remember crying to Wyatt and he never really understood why it bothered me so much, but I don't think he also knew that I was planning how to kill myself while he was at work. 
And I was always thinking how I could save him from a marriage with me because of the internet. And that was the hardest period of my life because I just lost thousands and thousands of dollars that I thought would help me help others. And the only thing it made me do was feel the emptiest in my soul. And it made me feel like everyone hated me. And I was just very weak at that time. And it's just, it's crazy how fucking mean people are. Not knowing someone's intentions, but assuming them. And, um, and that was it. (laughs) That was the, that was the $15,000 that slipped through my fingers. (sighs) And I remember feeling so ashamed that I did passion paycheck and I, I did feel like a scammer because people made me feel that way when I put so much work and love into the program I did create. I might've only ran it once, but I really, really, really wanted it to be special. And $800 for eight weeks with group calls, we had a Slack group, we had communication. I answered quite, like it, it was a support group. And with the amount of work I put into it for that small amount of people that it was very personalized, That's where I felt it was priced right. And I still stand by that. Let me know who you inquire with nowadays who charges just $800. You won't fucking find it. Because it's crazy how much the industry has changed. And how people have changed. It's one thing to price a product for what it's worth. It's another thing to price a product to just make money. So it comes down to the point where throughout the next year after this very like traumatic season of my life, I grew a lot. I grew thicker skin and I started to really just step into who I was and who I wanted to be. And I think during that time, it weeded out a lot of my following um, for people who maybe used to be there and left, and then they came and they left, and and I just re- I had to rebuild. That's what it felt like. But I'm glad that it happened to me because it was my choice, and it taught me that I don't need a fucking business coach to be successful, and neither do you. I've taught myself everything. And I haven't, if I haven't taught myself that, I fucking Googled it, I've YouTubed it, or lately, the past you know year and a half, I've learned it on TikTok. There's so much free information out there. And I understand if you need like one-on-one accountability, but there ain't, there's no reason to, to now, fast forward, the biggest controversy on the internet is Amanda, Amanda charging 23,000 fucking dollars. And again, I understand the value that you could be getting. But some people that are paying that amount of money are not made to be entrepreneurs either. So it's like you you sell this you sell this dream of being an entrepreneur for $23,000. You have people taking out credit lines for people who sometimes just aren't meant to be one. And I encourage you if you're in that position right now where you're just teetering and you want to know Should I do it? Should I not? Should I do a business coach? Should I not? I want you to try by yourself first. I want you to use free information first. I want you to ask questions first. Ask questions with even the Google. And you know what? I'd rather you spend $23,000 and go get a literal full-ass fucking associate's degree in general studies or business and then fucking talk to me. Okay? Okay? That twenty, 
That's just so much money. That's so much money. And, you know, this was years ago. I don't know what comes, what it comes with now. I don't know what the updates are. I'm not here to judge. But that is just a really, uh, really a lot. That's really a lot. So after the year of that event, I kept following Amanda and still supported her and liked her content. And then as she grew and evolved, um, I just, I didn't with her, you know, and that's okay. Um, That is 100% okay. Sometimes people grow in a way that you grow apart from, quote, or like their their content doesn't fulfill you anymore. And, and that doesn't mean that she's a, a shitty person, doesn't mean that she's a bitch, doesn't, you know, I think there's nothing negative in my experience with her I, I can say about her, period, period. That's it. So to assume who she's turned into, to assume, you know, I have, I've literally have nothing to say. Because guess what? It's none of my fucking business. And it's also most likely none of your guys' fucking business either. With the only thing that I have a problem with, and I, and I would literally also like tell her, <laughs> it's just like, like, why that much money? Like, I would just love to hear why. And I, I just don't understand. Okay. And I, I think that's where a lot of us are. You hear that and you're just like, holy fuck. How? Um, I understand valued time. I understand the extensive amount of maybe worksheets and stuff she gives. Again, whatever. Because I didn't go through the full course. So again, I couldn't tell you, was it worth 15 grand? You know, I don't know. Most likely fucking not. No offense. Like, I, like there's no fucking way you could spend $15,000. Um, but a lot of the times, I will say, if you're entering a course like that, you should be making that money back, Right. So at the end of the day, (laughs) as much as it killed me to see, and I did make a tweet about it. Someone said, here's three things you could do with, (laughs) it was pretty funny. I'm not going to fucking lie. I couldn't help myself. It was like, here's three things you could do instead of, um, maybe like being sad or, you know, something like that. And it was like, go outside. And then I said, I quote tweeted it and I said, here's like, without spending $23,000 on a class or something in asterisk. So it's like, here's what you can do instead of spending, you know, it was, it was a joke. That's, that's really all I have to say though. Cause like, no matter what, that's asinine to me, but you know, if I'm not the one paying it, then I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, guess what? There are people that will hand over that money just like a few fucking years ago in 2018, when people told her she was crazy for charging the amount she was then, guess what? There was people like me that would pay it. And, uh, that's just my experience. I'm not sure who's come out of it on top. You know, I'm sure some people found some really great nuggets who were maybe not as experienced as I, or in the same, same spot as I in life to where like, I, I just didn't need that. Um, but it was, it was just the, (laughs) it was just the, the sliminess for me. It, it was just not the kind of people I wanted to be surrounded by. And, um, it just really rubbed me wrong. And so that's really my story. There's not a, a huge amount. Cause like I said, I literally quote dropped out. Like I was like, fuck this. Um, and I feel like that the, there's a few lessons to be learned. Number one, like I said, you don't, you don't need a coach. You don't need a coach. Um, I understand the, the, maybe the glamorizing of it of like, Oh, I could have someone to hold me accountable and show me the way. Sure. 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 Um, but you don't need one. Number two, just think about, think about where you're spending your money before you do it. I'm an impulsive person. I'm trying to be better at it. I really am. But if something's dangling in front of my face, I I like to pay up front. You know, it's like, I just do it. And I, that's, that's the Aries in me. (laughs) I need to take a step back and continue to like, think about my decision before I make it. So if you're like me, you know, sleep on it. Don't feel pressured to say yes right away. You are allowed to think you're allowed to have your own thoughts. Um, and I think if I would have slept on it, I would have at least came back with like questions. Right. But I didn't. And guess what? That's my fault. That's on me. That's on me. 
Um, the other lesson I, I would say is like, we can all be shocked at, we can all be sticker shocked, right? But at the end of the day, it's, is it affecting you? No. <laughs> Unless you're the one fucking paying it. Is it affecting you? No. You can still be upset at the uh, maybe ethical part of it, right? You can be like, oh, how can you do that to someone else? I, I get it. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's, it's not your battle. So, you know, clear yourself from that energy. And also, I think the other thing is, if, if you haven't had a, a run-in with this person or a run-in with a person in fucking years, who are you to say who they are now, Right? That's why like I'm, I'm, I left you with the fact it's like, listen, when I worked with Amanda, she, she was great. She was a great person. She was very inspiring to me for a reason. And I truly don't know who she is anymore. She's very much changed and evolved and that's beautiful for her. Therefore, I'm not going to sit here and say that she is a shit person. Like I genuinely don't know. And I think taking it just like money wise only I'm still not comfortable saying like, oh, she's a shitty person because she's charging that much. There's obviously pieces to the puzzle maybe we don't know. So I think as much as we can be like, what the fuck? I also just don't feel like anyone's in the right spot unless they're working with her directly right now to like speak on it. And maybe that's just also me trying to be more mature, right? Like I'm so tired of people talking about people. I'm so tired about... I'm so tired with people trying to be negative against people. It's like, just like, I love you guys. Like, but just mind your own business. You know, like it just, everyone, everyone is living their own life. You know, either you support it or you don't. If you don't support it, guess what? Just unfollow and you don't, you also don't have to tell them just do your own thing. So was it still a, a huge fuck up for me? Yes. Because at the end of the day, I could have not come out of that mentally and I should have never put myself in that place. How would I know? I how would I have known I would get there? I, I, I didn't obviously, but it was the darkest time. And I remember even like looking back at my post, it's like who was I? Like I, like I can see it. I remember how sad I was that day. I remember how that was the day that I wasn't going to go to the gym and I was going to go to the big man upstairs. You know what I mean? It's like, I see these photos and it makes me sad because it reminds me of a day that could have been my last. And for a while I chalked it up to me being dramatic. You know, that period of my life, maybe four or five months kind of passed. My suicidal thoughts went away started to step into who I wanted to be. And I chalked it up to, oh, I was, man, I was so dramatic. I wasn't though. And I don't think we should gaslight ourselves and say, oh, I was just being crazy. No, no, you weren't. It was a hard time. And seeing hundreds of people talk shit about you and call you names and when they don't know what your intentions were, X, Y, Z, you're allowed to feel whatever you want to feel. So, wow, honestly, it felt really, really therapeutic to air that because I've never even talked about that experience because I was, I was literally so embarrassed and I knew whenever I would bring it up, it would bring back up the memories of suicidal thoughts and just check in on people you love, even if they look like they're doing fine. I mean, I think we should all know this by now, but it doesn't always mean they are. And before you send a terrible message or before you post on Reddit or something, just take at least take a like if you still want to do it, <laughs> whatever, but at least like take a second and think about like what could be going on. You know, you don't know. And I hope that that would just deter you from talking about it anyway, you know, like send it in a group text, you know, there we go. There's, there's your compromise. Send it, send it in a group text, send it to your sister, send it to your fucking family and be like, 
this girl's a cunt. That's fine. Okay, whatever. Get it out how you need to. But don't send it to them. Don't post it on a public fucking forum. Don't make a fake account. And, you know, it's just, it's really sad because I just, I know how it feels on the, on the receiving end. And I know, I know people get it 10 times worse than me. And I, I very lucky. I don't really, I don't get it anymore. But like during that period of time, it was just very heavy to take. So I'm, I'm glad I got to talk about that with you guys. Um, I hope that this was also maybe, you know, eye opening. Like I, I tried something and, and I failed, you know, or I, I should say like, you know, it wasn't my passion. It wasn't what I wanted to do. And, and that's okay. Um, and it's okay. It's okay to change course. Let that be your last lesson of this episode is it's okay. It's okay to try something new and then, and then realize literally after just doing it one time, I don't want to do it anymore. It's okay. Um, so thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope that it shared also like a little bit of light on my mistakes. Um, my lessons, let's call it that positive self-talk, my lessons. And also like maybe where to like think about yourself. You know, I hope there was a few different twisted ways to like learn through this and what I've done. Um, Cause I don't want you guys to do it. <laughs> but um, anyways, I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Um, thanks for, thanks for hanging with me. Um, I'll link her mastermind in my bio. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, I had to break the silence. I had to break the, the awkwardness and leave you with a little bit of a laugh. But um, I love you guys. We'll chat next Sunday. I'm excited for some episodes I have planned coming up. And um, have an amazing day.